when we left last session, uh, Nimsy Huddle had suggested that uh, because the people of Lonelywood had seen enough funerals for the time being, that uh, in, a, in a combined <laughs> celebration of both the life of Adazar and his brother and the defeat of the Wendigo at your hands, that a proper wake was, uh, was called for. Um, so she was going to make arrangements at the Lucky Liar to provide food and drink. You'll be drinking on the house for your service to the town. I'll be drinking in the house. Um, you can drink around the house or behind the house. That's up to you. And it was suggested by Josh, and I think everybody sort of agreed, that we wanted to do kind of a, this is a good time to do a get-to-know-you RP session. Hmm. Yes. So, Josh, since it was your idea, and you, you, I know you already asked the question technically in game. It was how we closed last session, but why don't you present your question to the table one more time so people can get involved? Assuming we're all at a table, we've all been traveling for some time together, and I'd like to think that we brought enough to bear in this wintry wasteland to break the ice. So, what exactly are we all doing here? We've traveled together up in a caravan before, and we never really had a chance to talk with one another. And if we are going to continue working together, I like, would like to know that our goals are known and perhaps aligned. I will, of course, begin, if that will make you more comfortable. In the meantime, enjoy your drinks. So you won't get a verbal response from Koos yet, but you've noticed that he's kind of like discreetly handed drinks off to different people and like gotten away from them and not actually consumed any alcohol to this point. Uh, but on this night, when everybody's kind of celebrating the life of Adazar, uh, he does actually take a small glass and, and actually sip at it. Very cautiously, but very slowly. Yeah, you don't want your uh, Sherpa getting crunk. No. <laughs> no, I gotta be sharp as fucking nails, so. I don't I thought you were gonna say sharp, sharp as balls. balls. <laughs> I, I was going to, but balls are not that cold. sharp, so. <laughs> you hope. Yeah. So, is anybody immediately responding to Zev's inquiry? Um, she kind of expects people to clam up. Una's not really sure how to answer because Una didn't come up in the caravan. That's true. Which makes her story well, probably the, most interesting. The overall message is we've been traveling together and doing stuff together for a yeah. while, but we don't know anything about each other. Yeah. This, this is like that scene in all those movies where like the people who are forced together by fate have to like drink. It's like one of the oldest tropes in fiction. I'm, I'm down for it, you know. I can't read, but I do love the stories. Of course. <laughs> And if there was an audience watching or listening, I'm sh I'm certain they would like to know as well. I bet they suck. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Meta shit. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Hmm. My dear Zevelin, I'm surprised they did not tell you. I'm here to watch you. Sleep. Zevelin is taken aback, but strikes a pose anyway. Hey. <laughs> I. I hope you've been enjoying the view, Babu. <laughs> as much as uh, that statement is true, my young Rao friend, well, maybe older than me, I should not say young. You do look young, though, you know. Oldest fuck Drow friend. Not, not a day over 200, but... Uh, she I, uh, looks at you as if to say, like, good job. <laughs> <laughs> you picked the right number. Yeah. But... Uh, you and I with our interests aligned from, you know, a certain group. They have a very strong vested interest in you. And in you, Guspelad. And in you, Philip Sidon. Huh? What? You've been watching me? I've been watching you too, huh? We do a secret handshake. <laughs> um, and no. I, do, I do a thieves can't high fives. <laughs> I don't even see it. No, no thieves, thieves can definitely high five. I don't know where you got that. <laughs> no, it's a low five. It's, yeah. it's a full it's ass grab. It's under yeah. the table, so it just like awkwardly like slap like size leg. <laughs> you think it's his leg? Yeah. Oh dear. It's his shirt. Yes, go on. But while we all have our own goals, most goals are funded by coin, and the group that we affiliate ourselves with has. 
lots of monetary interests in this area. I am, uh, I am insurance to make sure that the tasks are not deviated from. I wish not to act upon that, but everyone here has a purpose that serves the Zintarim, so... I was unaware that we had homework, Pavu. I look forward to hearing what these tasks are. Do not mistake my statement for cheek. I appreciate that you're here with us. Providing insurance not just for our lives, but for opportunities ahead. Yes, well, that gift from Captain Nerth was insurance as well. Yeah, so he looks at the short sword and thinks about how effective it was against the Wendigo, and she just gives you a knowing nod, like, like, you ain't, you ain't kidding. For whatever reason, they do not want anything to happen to our party. I mean, it's fairly obvious you owe a number of people quite a lot of money, Sai, and Kuspalad, you are the most accomplished ranger in all of the, all of the ten towns, and more than once you have had someone in your party who is of great value, and they'd like to keep it that way. <laughs> I try not to think about it. I have not many talents in this place, but to try to protect people, so they put me where I am needed. And what about you personally, Pavu? <laughs> Big dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... Uh, it is good to spend time away from home and to get to know the world. I'm going to make a history check to, to see if I know what, anything about Goliaths. May I use your, uh, your thing there? Feel free to use my boxes. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Just 20, ruin it. 23 to recall information about Goliaths. Sure. Uh, 23 is substantial. Because I got an inkling that they're from this area. Wait, is yes. that the first history check you've rolled? It's higher than like a six? Yeah. And it's an RP. We love it. Yeah. I mean, you you know, with the 23, you probably know what Josh would know about Goliath. They're giant kin of a sort. They are native to the area, although not exclusively to Icewind Dale. Um, but there is a, a larger than average... Yeah, because they're Goliath, they're larger than average. Larger than average representation of Goliath among the people of the Ten Towns. Um, they tend to be uh, aloof and live apart from the other humanoids of the area. They are uh, known for their strength, hardiness, and great size. Cool. Uh, Zev will just raise an inquisitive eyebrow and say, And from where do you hail, Pavu? Up north by Kelvin's Care. Then, I dare say that we are closer to your home than you might like. Oh, quite. Are you going to be okay to come with us? Well, I have to be. Let us know if there's something we should keep you from there. Just be wary of deals made in the dark. I'd be more worried about the bears. Uh, the bears. The bears! <laughs> The Chicago Bears haunt that problem. <laughs> well, we are in the frozen tundra. <laughs> I got a pork chop in the From where do you hail, Pavu? Soldier Field. <laughs> Sports. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the conversation. You are in two points. As you guys have your conversation, the uh, the barkeep comes around and uh, is putting small, like tasting size glasses of uh, some sort of bubbly liquor, liquor in front of everybody's seat, uh, like toasting glasses. Oh. Um, I pick it up, I look like Shaq holding a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you pick it up, she'll, she'll say, well, that's for the toast, dear. Wait for the toast. Oh, sorry. Pavo, do you smell toast? If, <laughs> if it seems like that's all that Pavo wants to say for now. Um, it is. Yeah, just be like, thank you. Speaking of deals made in the dark, I will go next. <laughs> Dancing in the dark. So, as I so brazenly display upon some of my armaments, I am a member of the House Fey branch, one of the one of the primary houses of Mensa Baranzan in the Underdark. We are known for our diplomatic aptitudes, and well, I was sent here. Of course, I had a great deal of fun back home, and I still think fondly back to the hunts with my friends in the Cure Oblivion. 
And of course, and she looks off in the distance, certain relations I once enjoyed. Those are, however, behind me. As my skills have brought me here to speak with the surfaces and establish better relations to those who walk below your feet. And on a small scale, my missions proved rather successful, but it got a bit heated. The surfacer's bigotry knows no bounds, despite having examples to the contrary of uh, what my kind tends to do. But we almost go through growing pains. You see, to clarify my political position, I do want integration between the drow and the surfacers. I do want a valuable friendship between us, trade, and of course, civil relations. A place on the surface. May this be slightly insensitive. You have a sun allergy, no? Well, nobody's perfect. And you bring up you an interesting... You have to have at least one flaw, you perfect being. She poses once again. <laughs> uh, but you do bring up an interesting point, Pavu. That is part of what brought me here. And of course, my good friend Sai here has been very helpful in helping me stave off the effects of sunsickness. When I heard that the frozen north was in this current state of perpetual twilight, I thought, perhaps it is time to go wintering. The vacation was in order. The snowbird, but the opposite direction. Yes. Besides, I had not heard from my family in some time, so I have been rather adrift. So, where I come from, sometimes you never know what's going to come out of the shadows at you. And the priestesses' prophecies don't always tend to be helpful if they have their own affairs. Whereas I look more for the common people and what our society as a whole, my race as a whole, could benefit from. So, <clears throat> this seemed like a better place to come and think. And I must confess, despite my rather dislike of the weather, I do like knowing where I stand. Uh, she looks out the wind. She looks toward a window, which is probably battered up and closed, but the wind beating up against it. <laughs> she looks against a boarded up window. Yeah, <laughs> can't see outside. The boarded up window would be on the ramshackle end. You are in the lucky liar oh, town. By the way, I love the ramshackle end. You may as well say, hi, welcome to we're closed. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Denny's. Is that a love shack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and Zev will just will just uh, finish up. <clears throat> and I think I rather enjoy who I am around all of you, where I don't have to fall back on the instincts and training that has gotten me this far. I'm learning new survival skills, she looks to Kuspalad, and developing a fondness for humans in a way that I have not had before. <laughs> <laughs> And I look forward to seeing what do offs from here. I'm going to change her alignment to neutral. Hey! Oh, what? All right, that's cool. Um, Overread the engine. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody else getting in on this conversation? She'll and she'll add after the fact. Oh, and I love this netherese thing. That is absolutely my jam. Surfacers <laughs> say. And I want to know more. Okay, I'm done. Fucking nerd. Anybody else? Um, if anyone presses Una about it, um, she's sort of been listening, but it's kind of hard to tell because she's sort of staring at a spot on the table and just sort of like numbly drinking whatever is put in front of her. You probably have to like scoop the, the uh, toasting glass away from her. <laughs> Um, you get a Shirley Temple. <laughs> Does it come with like a silly straw? <laughs> I will make the straw silly for you. <laughs> get silly of your silliness. If there's one thing that screams silly, it's Goliath, <laughs> fucking monk. <laughs> I imagine doing that to an enemy. 
I will make you silly. <laughs> anyway, you uh, you yeah, are. I, I'll I'll, pre- I'll I'll kind of you know see the Una and go, hello, anybody home? And I wave my massive hand in front of her face, <laughs> and she does not react, and she kind of continues to stare at the one spot on the table, and she just says, "I didn't want to die." Zev, is this a girl thing? <laughs> oh, no, we'll see. no we'll wanting see to die is a girl thing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Today I learned I'm a girl. Cheers! Hey. Zev nods. In a society dominated by, the, by us females, I can tell you, yes. We love our secrets. Yeah, I do, like, there's a little bit, and I don't know if it's visible or not, but I do want to make it clear that, like, Pavu has just a smidge of that, like, you know, adult male, like, kind of fucking ranger mercenary figure finds small thing. Yeah. Uh, He's a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's gonna be some serious pop-splaining coming yeah. up. I see it coming. <laughs> Una, would you like to continue, please? Um, and then she'll say, I still don't want to die think and that's where she leaves it <laughs> weirdo if you know if you ever want to talk Zeph is snickering listen Zeph if you ever have the die feeling can you talk to us I know that's not easy and a person like me super not good at the talk but like we do appreciate what you bring to the party and I don't necessarily just mean the crazy blasting shit you do with your hands (laughs) you are a reminder that we need to stay alive and need to be good here and go seek out the people who need help we need to be good <laughs> I hope that doesn't change. Philip Sybin, what are you doing during this conversation? Um, what type of food spread we got going on right now? Uh, so got the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, there's the usual uh, catch of the day platter. There's you know fried fish. Um, there is some venison, although it's um, on the lean side even for venison. Um, and then uh, some root vegetables, potatoes, yams, that sort of thing. And how much of it is Una eating? How much of it is Una eating? It's like a normal, a normal human amount of food. Today, Junior. She's doing that thing where she's like chewing it up and then spitting it into a potted plant. Yeah, she's doing the thing that Nadia eats the popcorn. She's taking the food and she's putting it under the sides of her plate. <laughs> okay. 24 to notice that. You yep. notice that. <laughs> well, actually, I suppose wow. you get a competing roll if you want to do a sleight of hand check. How slight are your hands? You're only 14 now. Uh, they're 14 pretty slight. <laughs> This was a 20. She's arguably the slightest person in our party. Shit, I tied my bag close. I've been there before. Stop <laughs> tying my bag close. <laughs> no babies, no babies, no babies. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Did you miss us, Paul? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. <clears throat> Paul, Paul, where'd he go? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Slate of hand, you said? Yeah. That is... Oh, 18. So, she's doing a very good job of hiding it, but you're maybe just a little bit closer to the plate than most people. He's on drugs and he can see things. <laughs> Her hands have trails, so he's seeing it like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen all of the fingers. Yeah. So that's good. Um, so, uh, Sai, he's just eating and taking in the, the different stories and stuff, and you mentioned that, yes... He might owe some money, and he's just kind of, when the talk dies down, um, he kind of, you know, takes a swig of ale, washes, clears his throat. This, well, you know, uh, Pavo, you must, you know, be 
part of the deal down to make sure that I help collect the the dues? Is that is that what you're well, saying? I am not directly affiliated with the guild. I am because uh, where's your badge? Is it, better, is it better than man? No, no, I have no badge. Do not worry. Oh, okay. Your badge is the biggest, Sai. Absolutely. I am a uh, third-party contractor, you might say. Oh. Okay, that's good. That's right, Bureau. No benefits. So, yeah, I mean... Sai so filling out the 1099s. Sai does love a good party. That's what I do. I do like the party. The first and the second parties are always the best. The third party is like, <laughs> can we go home already? <laughs> Well, yes, uh, I mean, back in, uh, you know, the Goblin Tribes, we did a whole bunch of cultivating mushrooms and real psychedelic uh, herbalistic ingredients. Um, Very good. Yeah, um, <laughs> gives the thumbs up. Yeah. Is that like uh, semi-legal <laughs> herbal remedies? Uh, and, you know, just... Oh, homeopathy. Yeah, p- part of that transaction was to teach me the rules of... Uh, the Druidic uh, Arts, if you will. And how to throw a banging party, as <laughs> Yeah! Um, so that's pretty much it. You know, just no one wants to come on up to the cold region to collect the dew, so as repayment for all the information that I have learned, I'll have to kind of collect the dues. Oh, it's like a work study program. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. It's like student loans. But then they break your hands if you don't do it. Student loans. Sounds like student loans, yes. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it's interesting that one of you don't want to die because you're not eating. <laughs> I don't like vegetables. Oh, well, mushrooms are like noodle vegetables. You know those protein in them? And he puts out a shield and a big old, like, red and white uh, mushroom pops A big up. red mushroom in my face! <laughs> <laughs> She's 14, Sai! It's a mushroom! It's, not, well, it's, a, good, it's a good mushroom. <laughs> uh, uh, you're not making it to bed with mushrooms. I put my mushroom over a little bit. I will take it if she does not want it. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we all know Zev's about to take a big mushroom at all times. <laughs> I should tell you the story of my lover back in Menzo Barons. No, you shouldn't. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a pay-per-view. That's Patreon content. We don't do that for free here. Hunting like a Wendigo. So, um, <laughs> I could charge for that content. <clears throat> at, this lull, only <laughs> <laughs> at, at this lull in the oh conversation God. that I'm mentioning before Zev starts talking about her sexual history, um, <laughs> you hear the, uh, the clink of a, a spoon on a glass like you'd hear at a wedding when it comes to be toasting time. And, um, not like that at all. This, um, you fucked that up dramatically. There you go. That's the one. And, uh, at the far end of the, the tap room where this gathering is being held, and, and the town has, uh, uh, they, are in att- they are in attendance. Um, this is a, a town wide sort of thing. Um, this, um, humanoid, uh, everybody give me a nature check. See if you know what this, this would be. I should look that up. That's probably good. Ooh, that's not 15? Good. Okay. 10. Alright. I think this is 18. Okay. Seven. Also 10. Also 10. Alright, I'm going to say those of you who are like an 11 plus um, would recognize this as a uh, Earth Genasi. Oh. Um, Wacky. And uh, he's got uh, sort of like a, a geode colored skin, like that purple skin that fades into black of the crevices. And um, he stands up and he clears his throat and he's banging his spoon on. Uh, on the glass, and he goes, I hate to bring levity to, uh, to such a serious occasion, but, uh, we're here to say goodbye to our friend, uh, Garad and his brother Adazar. I did not know his brother, but some in attendance here do. Uh, so I'm going to let them say a few words about him. We all knew Garad. He's a good man. He's a good lumberjack, hard worker. Um, and... Never once was he ever a coward in the face of the monster that hunted our people. And uh, to the newcomers here, I'd just like to extend a, a hearty thank you for doing what you did and letting us go about our lives without that monster doing any more damage to what is already a very damaged town. Thank you. And uh, everybody, to, to Garad. Clinkety, clink, 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 clink,
And then he gestures to you, and then before you are taking the stage, the um, the door to the inn sort of bangs open, letting this howling blast of wind come in and uh, snow, and the, the the wind blows in the silhouette of uh, a figure emerges. Clunk, 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 because the hooves, like, <laughs> and he does his, uh, <sighs> and the big clouds of snow <laughs> his nose, you know, and he's just, um, Nikolaus just, you know, ice and frost, like, all down his fur, and, you know, looks god-awful miserable. Minotaur, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he had his blue hood kind of pulled over his head, and he just looks like he's had a rough ride. Um, and then he sort of sees, like, all the crowd, like, in the middle of something, he's like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Sirens over and hugs your calf. <laughs> Zav will gesture to a conveniently empty chair uh, on, the, on, the, on our table and just pat and just, like, pat it. Look at you. Uh, Nikolai will stop by the bar first and ask for, uh, um... Milk stout. <laughs> uh, something dark, thick, and heavy, please. <laughs> Nicolo, I'm right over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, going to the taps, did you draw you a, uh, a a stein of like some Guinness colored liquor, beer, something, Perfect. some uh, some potent potable. I will pay whatever coin is necessary. I will drink from the house, man. You're with us. I will know this guy. He doesn't have to pull. <laughs> he's cow, he's cow. He's with the band. <laughs> the, uh, That's cool, man. The bartender, Danae, looks over at Nimsy, and Nimsy's like... <clears throat> I, I like, put my hand over and take right. it anyway. All right. It's like five silver. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Should have taken it free. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Uh, I will also, and also, I'll just gesture to the the, the Janasi giving the speech. Not that she knows he's a Janasi, but she'll, she would say, You were saying, sir. Oh, um... Sorry, I wasn't expecting more company. Uh, welcome, uh, sir. Not familiar with you, but uh, it, it seems that you know our friends here, our new friends. Uh, is she female? Um, female gen- or was it a man? It was a, it was a male genasi. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. It's um, a gent nasi. Thank you, sir. A man, a man nasi. Does the bow. He, uh, he goes, uh, uh, yes, uh, I'm sorry. Um, we are also honoring uh, Gorod's brother, Adazar. Uh, whom I did not have the pleasure of knowing, but I'm told you were perhaps close enough to say a few words in his passing. Uh, and Kuzbala will stand up and leave the glass on the table when he does, and he says, uh, Adizar was traveling with us in our caravan uh, not to ten days ago, and was uh, a standout stalwart in the defense of the survivors of the caravan. Uh, unfortunately, his courage led him to go toe-to-toe with a beast uh, quite a bit larger than ourselves, and it cost him his life to defend ours. Um, we cannot repay the kindness that he showed us with his passing, but we believed that the value of returning his remains and his memories to his hometown and his brother uh, was worth our greatest efforts. Um, I... I'm a traveler of these wilds, and I feel that I am in tune with the spirits that inhabit them. And to that end, I would like to say a few words uh, to honor the passing of Adazar and his brother. Spirits of the mountain watch over these men. May their body find rest upon the stone. May the spirit of the river ferry their souls to the golden light. Let the pines stand in memoriam of their deeds and courage. And there's a here here, a quiet, Zip. somber here here. Yeah, Zip drinks to that. That was beautiful, of course. Take uh, inspiration. That was good. Did you write that? Yeah. And with that, everybody sort of turns back to their tables and conversations. Of course, but you didn't say you were a parent. That was really. He just sort of blinks at you. It's cool. They thought they were a ranger, not bars. It was very moving. Tears are pouring out of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad I'm metagaming. I did not know you had a knack for poetry. Um, <laughs> Kus is a little taken aback. So when's, when's Kus going to multi-class in a bard? Uh, never. Look at this charisma score. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so but imagine what it could be. Um, he looks away he just says... Does this charisma a, score look infected to you? In, <laughs> in like 16 levels when I just keep upping. Yeah. Uh, he just looks away and he says, there's an awful lot of time left to yourself on the road. 
Is Nikolao sat with us now? When, uh, well, I was going to say, he, Nikolao probably would have noticed that there was something serious going on and would have waited. But once it sort of, the murmur of the crowd goes back to like normal bar sort of talk, he'll just sort of like, he'll see, he'll see you folks and make his way. But I sort of get the feeling like, you know, his minotaur tail's like whacking people upside the head. Like, like he's sort of, he's sort of a clod. Like he's not really used to like being in a, such a crowded place with like, you know, so he's, Hey, your tail's in my soup, you <laughs> big doofus. I'm just getting images of the end of space The end of space balls, yeah. His tail's going up the skirt of yeah. the matrix. Sorry, honey, it's got a mind of its own. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Nicola was played by John Candy now. <laughs> That's okay. I uh, I reach out my hand and I give Nicola a firm handshake and I go, "It is good to see you again, my friend." Uh, yes, it's good to see all of you. I did not expect to, but I've heard that you were here, so I I I have followed as quickly as I could. The ride by dog sled was awful. <laughs> totally awful. We were just sharing stories about one another. Perhaps you would like to join us. What's with these dog sleds? <laughs> <laughs> the dog sleds, Jerry. <laughs> I, for one, would be most but before, interested to hear. Before you get into your story, where's Sanar? Good question. Where'd you leave him? We, oh my God! He, where is no, the mummy? No, he's, uh, he's, he's dancing on the bar. We, 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 no, we dressed him up. He's, he's with us. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted to walk amongst he's people, cool, he's so cool. he drank the drug blood. We, yeah, we should talk about undead stuff, and we're with a friggin' mummy. Yeah. Okay. He's out there with the. Uh, he's out there learning how to do the electric slide. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got a nice monster match. Electric. He's thriller. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, if, yeah, he's. He's awkwardly still in the bar with you, but like where everybody else has shed their winter clothes and heavy mittens, he's still all bundled up. Just anyway, yes, that's that's what Sonar is doing. He's uh, occupying a stool at your table. Um, but mostly just watching the the revelry. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. lean over to someone and be like, "Hey man, if you want, I don't know if you can, but do you want a drink or like a snack? Is that something you can do?" Uh, it's a very good question. I'm uh, tempted to experiment and find out myself, but I'm afraid that uh, if it goes poorly, it might leak out my wrappings and people will think that I've pissed myself. <laughs> I will piece myself in solidarity. <laughs> I'll lean over to Nicola. Nicola, this is a new companion of ours, Lord Sonar. He's a mummy. Oh. Uh, he's good, man. What now? <laughs> he's, a, he's a good mummy, don't worry. He's like, you're not as mummy as it's like, mummy, no, sorry. No, mummy? no, he's like super cool, dude. He is an exceptionally spry ancient elf. I do get around. So not for 2,000 years, hey! hey. <laughs> And plus, Pavu, he he is a male. How could he be a mummy? Hey. Zev thinks that's funny. Is he a dummy? He's a daddy. <laughs> Who's Zev? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's well. It's also given that tone of like, like, let's not say the uh, the undead word. In front of <laughs> We're not saying the dead word. Um, <laughs> Nicola raises like a, like a big bony eye, big bony eyebrow ridge, and and. Looks at Zev. <clears throat> Glad you're making friends. <laughs> it is it is what I do professionally. Now then, um, I would so, love to hear of your journeys. Uh, takes a big gulp of his uh, big old beer. Yeah, bucket of beer. <laughs> big old trough. I serve it to him. <laughs> nice. um, <laughs> I, I have come from Bryn Shandir. Shander? Shander. Yeah, Shander. I keep wanting to say Bryn Shandy. I need. That's the summer retreat. <laughs> nice. That's that's like that's like the regular one, but it tastes like lemonade. And piss. <laughs> um, I have come from Bryn Shander. Uh, the city was. Uh, you remember? You remember the city? Covered in blood. Yes. Yeah, it was not a good time. Blood it was, Shander. It was very blood unpleasant. Blood Shander, more like um, it. <laughs> was there a Bryn scandal? The good news is, it was cosmetic. It was not, it didn't necessarily physically harm the populace. The bad news is it hurt the populace in other ways. It was extremely distressing, extremely depressing, and uh, not pleasant at all. Um, the people talk of horrors out in the, uh, out in the, uh, 
the ten towns and across the whole continent. There is no horror like the, the, the horror of a dead, vacant stare when your town has been cursed by something. Um, <clears throat> I, I have realized my purpose now for coming up here to this land. And if there's an intentional pause, he doesn't quite know how to explain it. The subtext of that is absolute frozen fucking hellscape. <laughs> All right. Everywhere across the land, the people are always going about their business, living their lives, um, you know, trying to survive as best they can. And that is true whether you're in the cold north or the, or the, or the, the, the boiling jungles of Chult. It is true everywhere in between. The difference here is someone is trying to haunt these poor people, terrorize these poor people for no reason other than they believe it's the right thing to do. Nicolau, do you think it is someone or do you think it is something? Things cannot act alone. People act in belief of a thing. We must find the people who believe in the thing and stop them from doing this again. Exactly. You know, you're the speaking thing. my language. Giant. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and and at, at some point, he sort of. Um, uh, no, we won't do that yet. Um, but I'm sorry to be so heavy. It is good to see you all. I'm very hungry. How's the food? <laughs> Please partake. It is quite the spread. Sinar uh, will jump in when you say that a thing cannot harm people. People cause a thing to harm people. And he'll say, well, it's, that is mostly true, but not strictly the case. You are talking about the children of Oriel, this goddess that froze this land. Is that not correct? A goddess has her own will, her own agenda. Her worshippers can try to bend her will to theirs, but she can also cause her worshippers to do her will upon the people. It may be helpful for you to know whether it is your tangling with the puppet or the puppeteer, and which one is which, but that's just my opinion. And with that, he's going to tip back his toasting goblet, and sit quietly and peacefully as it all runs out to the backside and onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Can there be like a waiter walking behind that goes <laughs> Muppet style? Yeah, see, I was gonna say, just by that yell, I knew it was played by Kermit the Frog. I didn't even know. <laughs> but he's got to be carrying a tray of like empty yeah, oh yeah, dishes. and it goes everywhere. And, mm, Kermit the Frog, here I've slipped on mummy piss. <laughs> And Nicola, there is no need to apologize. If anything, you've made things more interesting. We will keep you apprised, too, of what we're... What we're about to rescue someone from Kelvin's care. Uh, Once we are done here in town, of course. Uh, tell me more. What is... What is... A poor what man... Is the a poor man has lost his beloved in the mountains. And we are going to go and see if we can find him. <coughs> Luckily, he is a survivalist. But he's alone. Or so we think. And uh, I will jump into the conversation and say, the survivalist who was leading an expedition out into Kelvin's Cairn. Yes. The expedition may be alive, but uh, I think we are all trying to be realistic. What is supposed to be in Kelvin's Cairn? A lot of dwarves. Okay. That, Not that much else all. in Kelvin's Cairn. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh, so it's a town. Are you specifically staying quiet, Pablo? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. and when when, I, when I hear the term cairn, I think of cemeteries and tombs. Well, it's well, more of a mountain peak and settlement. Hmm. Interestingly enough, the fellow that gave this, to, gave this quest to us was in Targos. A very long way from Kelvin's Cairn. But I, for one, am looking forward to the trip. Exhausting, though, maybe. So if you're looking at the map there, Paul, if you could find Lonelywood in the upper left-hand corner, 
Kelvin's Cairn is the mountain that looks like a big uh, nipple right there. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. 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 The nipple of the north. The, the nipple of the north. The king of the north. <laughs> the scariola. <laughs> Bravo. If you didn't already have inspiration, I'd give it to you again. <laughs> Don't worry, that'll happen before our evening is done. Yeah, I need another drink, pal. Yeah. I have a blueberry if you want to try because they're really good. I should have brought two down for you people. No, um, very sweetness. At, at some point in this, you know, if, if the conversation gets a little lighter, mm. um, at some point, uh, Nikolai will get up making a big, huge scraping sound. You know, he's not at all subtle. So he, like, scrapes his chair. You know, everybody's little conversations get interrupted. <laughs> and he goes to take off his heavy, wet kind of cloak thing and just to sort of, like, Set it somewhere so it can dry off or whatever. Drop it on the floor so another waiter slips nice. on it. Nice. <laughs> Same waiter. Actually, um, throw it on side because he didn't realize yeah, <laughs> such a height difference. He kind of missed it. You, you, you notice that much like um, for those of you that were there, the the hearth fire, the the tap room fire, the common area fire in uh, in the Lucky Liars kept like extra high, extra hot, just like it was in Ninzi's house. Um, and if anybody inquires, this is a, a local superstition to Lonelywood to drive out the, the dark and the terrors of the forest. Um, you've, you've been to some creepy, unsettling places, especially in the eternal night up here. But Lonelywood has that, like, Stephen King forests in the middle of nowhere, isolated feel Just to it. Just feels wrong all the time. Yeah. Um, the fact that you can see the tree line and no further because of the darkness in the forest. Like, even with dark vision, it's it just looks wrong. It looks weird. No me gusta. Yeah. Um, so they yeah. keep their fires extra high to drive out the darkness. Um, but, um, <clears throat> but, um... So, so his, his overcoat comes off and he's still wearing his blue robe, like like his, his uh, blue robe that he had. But you also see he's actually wearing armor under it. Which, which is going to be new uh, think, for everyone. Think, think. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, yes, um, when I was, uh, helping the townsfolk overcome their fears from the reign of blood, I, I found my purpose. And he kind of looks at me a little bit and he says, uh, I found my purpose. I now serve the, uh, uh I serve, uh, Eldath, the Lady of Peace, um, as I had been, uh, uh, trained to by the, the brothers in the compound and down where I'm from. I think it is important for people to find their purpose. And he's like not being subtle. He's, <laughs> he, has, he has no subtlety. Exactly. Nice. Here's man. You can still keep looking for their purpose. But yeah. you got to pick that, a major. That is wonderful, Nicole. No, I'm only 14. Well <laughs> purpose is a journey. It is not a destination. Ha! You are right. <laughs> I really thought you'd be like, ah, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Eat shit. I just imagine him getting somewhere, seeming in the rams like, I have found it, purpose, and just sits down there and doesn't come. <laughs> I'm done. I found it. <laughs> the purpose, it's over here. It's on aisle seven. <laughs> nice. Uh, and, I, and Zeb's not going to let Coos get out of this. Now, where were we? I don't think we've heard from you, you yet, Coos. I have simply seen too many people die in the wastes. And the conversation gets pulled a little tighter to hear as uh, somebody, clearly not a trained bard, but somebody with some kind of like low-level natural talent has pulled out like a, a fiddle and is playing alternating between jaunty and, and somber tunes, you know, to fit the occasion. Um, but now there's a bit of music, and the now that the the toasts and the farewells have been said the revelry starts to pick up and you know lumberjacks drink like lumberjacks will drink and it's starting to get a little bit rowdier in here um so the conversation get draws a little bit closer so everybody sort of huddles up so everybody can hear except for uh Sinar, who just is leaning back in his chair just sort of watching the people revel he's enjoying himself wallowing in his piss I'm wallowing <laughs> his own piss <laughs> getting real comfy with it <laughs> This ain't um, no country western song. <laughs> we play both types, country and western. That's uh, piano. I, I said piano. So, Kusblad, you are answering. Yep. Well, let's I, I get my one sentence out, and then I just look down at my glass. Okay. Do you need a refill, or are you all set with just the one? Still mostly full. 
<laughs> We're not. Uh, yeah, that was Google. a joke. That was sarcasm. I know it is hard with the accent and you know the general level of stupidity that usually comes <laughs> out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, self-aware Pavu is self-aware. <laughs> you seem annoying, not smart in the book way. Yeah. <clears throat> Doesn't take an inside check to, to get. That's basically where Kuspalad's at. It's the, the one sentence delivery and then you can tell there's more to that, but it's not coming out tonight. Succinct as ever, no Amastra book. That means wandering master. Directly translated. My way of saying you're a master of the wilderness. When I say Kal, that means you are trusted. You have done admirably in keeping this group of living beings alive. I've delivered too many eulogies like the one I did tonight. What keeps you here? If all you see is death, what keeps you here? Hope for the ones who are still alive. How did you come upon that responsibility? Those who can and choose not to are those who consign others to death. Spoken, Kuspalad. I was worried that it just likes reading off eulogies. That would be a really cool bard concept, but no. <laughs> on that on that note, shall we shall we move for Calvin's Cairn on the morrow? Well, I, actually, if you don't mind, before we're gonna do before you go over there, I was actually gonna like do a, a couple of claps and say to those with a chance, 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 and. Uh, <laughs> As the the, the fiddle, as the fiddle comes out, it takes a couple of minutes. But Una actually turns and she pulls out a harp from her backpack. <gasps> really? Okay. And she starts sort of, kind of, not quite playing along. It looks like she maybe hasn't done this in a while, um, and it's just sort of warming up and like going over things, and then starts sort of. Playing in tandem with the fiddle player. Give me your performance roll to see how you do. Even rusty as you might be. Not that rusty. Holy oh, shit. Wow, okay. I literally sit cross-legged on the floor next yeah. to Una. I am and transfixed. You're not the only one, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the party <laughs> The party uh, seems to be uh, intent on listening to your playing. Even Sinar seems to be tapping his foot along. Uh, what's left of it. And, uh, <laughs> He's stepping his foot along. He takes it off and bangs it on the table. And then eventually, the whatever lumberjack this is that, that is playing the fiddle sort of picks up on the fact that he's inadvertently duet. in a duet um, and comes over and respectfully plays... Dueling banjos. Plays with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, he's, and he's a mummy, so he starts rapping. Hey! <laughs> My name uh, is Sunner, and I, I hate to that. say that losing <laughs> limbs in ben, a major can you way. Pass the owl down to Josh. <laughs> <laughs> he really is yearning for it. I, well, I haven't really had a turn with it yet. Well, you want to look at it because it's cool as fuck, yeah. right? So you had to make that joke. Yes, um, yeah. Worth it. All the way from Pakistan. So while you are, um, while you are sort of enraptured by uh, this talent of Una's that you did not know existed until just now, um, those of you who look around might see that. Uh, uh, Nimsy Huddle has decided that she's she's calling it a night. She's an old lady. She's had her drink. She's set her toast. She's had her meal. She's retiring back to her her cabin. And um, as she passes by, she'll whisper. She doesn't want to interrupt the the uh, performance, but she'll whisper probably in your ear as she goes by. Uh, Don't forget, if you need a place to stay, my attic is open to you. Um, it is quite late. I know you have to be on your way, but that is where we shall retire. Thank you. Do we want to wrap it up and take it home with Nimsy? These people are celebrating. Let's let them celebrate a while longer. Bye, everyone! Thanks for the good wake! <laughs> Jeff just gives a very pol- polite, <laughs> polite bow, bow and a flourish. Russian? So are you, are you leaving with Nimsy, or are you, um, or are you staying a bit longer? If everybody's leaving, I'll be the last one out the door. Mm-hmm. What's the party's uh, consensus? I wouldn't mind going with Nimsy. We're uh, on board, yeah. Because yeah. it's important to know that 
it's important to know political connections and to make friends with the speakers. And if she's old, then I have an opportunity to help her home and make her feel safe and guarded, you know, all that stuff. Great. I also do not want to hear the bard play closing time. That's so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> no anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> Uno's like, feeding. <laughs> <laughs> time to eat the humans. <laughs> um, so you cross the small uh, town laneway uh, from the Lucky Liar back to the speaker's house. And she opens the door, and you can see that her hearth fire has died down very low at this point, and the house is actually, like, noticeably chilly. Um, oh, so brisk. I need to get this fire going before I can get these old bones to rest. Um, if you want, uh, the kitchen is right there. She gestures on the first floor. The kitchen is right there. My room is upstairs, and then just follow the stairs right up to the third floor. That is the attic, and the space is wide open for travelers to... Unroll their bedrolls and relax for an evening. Um, make yourself comfortable. I'll try to get the house warm as soon as I can. Of course. It is quite chilly in here. Um, does she need help with the fire? If, if you're willing to help. <laughs> I will help with the fire. If you're willing to help, then yeah, she'll accept the help. Yeah, I got big arms to carry big logs. <laughs> Natural born logger. Um, <laughs> and it doesn't take her too long. She's built hearth fires before, so the, the house starts to warm up a little bit very slowly, but... Um, and you are left to a long rest. Yes. <sighs> ding, ding, ling, ding. Do I have any missing hit points? No. What the fuck? Awesome. Um, is everybody just going to bed for the night? I know you have reverie stuff, Josh, but pretty much everybody's just conking out. Yeah, just the usual thing when I wake up before everybody else to pra- practice new languages, getting ready for my linguist feat at level four, you know. <clears throat> <laughs> um, linguist feat. God damn it. I'm going to not be the most linguist person anymore. Yeah. She's gonna, Zevian's gonna be a honeycomb mist. Nicola's gonna do some pray thing, praying thing before he goes, he retires, so he's gonna okay. sort of, you know, zone off to the side. I would oh, like. Actually, actually hmm. sorry. No, I, think I, have, I think I have uh, one question for him hmm. in private. Sure. You. There's something we, I neglected to ask, Nicolau. Why did you leave, Rinshander? Um. I felt, uh. It was more important to find what is causing than fixing it later. That's why I'm out here. To find the, the cause. Pu- the puppet master. You want to go As up against, you say. You want to go up against the goddess, don't you? I am I tend to differ from your friend in that aspect. I am convinced it is the followers that are the problem and not the entity. I hate that sound in the background. It's just a reel about to hit Nicolau in the head with a motherfucker. It hurts the time, bitch! <laughs> just a big hit in the dark, in the in the cold like shut up, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Um, of note, uh, Sinar does not return direct with you. Uh, he's enjoying the merriment in the tap room and is not in need of sleep or rest. So yeah, he's um, dead. Oh, he's a he's a frat boy. He's enjoying he's... drinking and pissing himself. <laughs> in, in that case, I, I will probably realize I should check on that guy. Uh, <laughs> she, she, and after my reverie, while everybody's asleep, I'll go see if he's still there. Okay, so and then like and then because I I want to try to watch him and make sure he doesn't. I would like to try pizza. <laughs> yes. So give me a perception roll. Fifteen. Okay. Um, when you are moving through the house to try and sneak out quietly because everybody else is still sleeping, your reverie has come and gone. You've gotten your long rest. Yeah. Um, but everybody else is still out like a light. Um, well, you know, I'll also activate detect magic. Okay. Because uh, he's a magical dude. Yes, yeah, he magic does radiate man. magic. Um, you're, still, you're still creeping out of the house. Um, you know, like teenagers sneaking out to party style. Mm-hmm. Um, when you notice that this... Um, the house warmed up when they built the fire, but it's immediately cold again. Like, it it's, feels very cold in here. And um, with your 15 perception, you can hear somewhere there is the whistling of, uh, like, wind coming through an open window. On what floor? 
Well, you're still on the stairway between the third and second floor, so it's tough to tell. You might have to look around a little bit. Okay, but I didn't notice anything open on the on the attic, right? No, no, the attic was shut up tight. All right, well, every window was pretty much shut up tight when you came. Okay, uh, well, that's a little bit more pressing. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find where that. Well, first of all, if a window's open, somebody might have gotten in. So I'm going to activate. Mm. I'm going to activate stealth. Stealth mode activate. Like a shadow, I am. Twenty-two. Twenty-two is very stealthy. Is he saying his own theme music? All right. Um, so you stealth your way through the house. The second floor is where the one bedroom is that belongs to Nimsy. Her uh, bedroom door is closed. Okay. Um, it seems like the sound of howling wind might be coming from the first floor below you. Uh, all right, I better not chance it. Um, well, I'll listen first before I go back up. Oh, music, please. Uh, <laughs> I am going to... Yeah, okay, since I can, Zef can feel the music intensifying. Uh, <clears throat> she will... Um, and also, we just talked about going up against the goddess, and he's like, oh, shit. And She's here in this house. She will. One, she will now start to wonder and like some paranoia. Like, have the agents come back for vengeance against? The call the is coming from inside the house. So I'm going to move with my elven swiftness, which is the same as everybody else, <laughs> uh, uh, to get people awake. Okay, um, so you're going upstairs. Yeah. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. Long rest, but um, nope. Zev will just. That's say, okay. You start heading upstairs. I'd like everybody else to give me initiative rolls. Please. Cool. She will just say, oh, "Someone's broken in." 14, homie. 15. Oh, oh that's the highest sound initiative I've rolled, I think, this entire campaign. <laughs> Possibly in two campaigns. Yes. I rolled a four, and I'm in a run to the 16. Bathroom. All right. If you walk, it's safer. I have a four, and I'll also go to the bathroom. <laughs> hey, hold hands! These guys are always going to the bathroom together. What's up with that? What's the deal with that? Yeah, there's you always a little line for the dicks you just ask, okay, right? Uh, what was your initiative? 18. 18. Well, there's the dogs that hate Dave. I, I legitimately rolled a four. I wasn't just gonna... It wasn't I... just a dick joke. <laughs> so, because you are all fast asleep, um, and because he rolled such an incredible stealth roll, he quietly waited for Zev to descend the stairs, then snuck up the stairs behind Zev. And Zev, as you uh, use your action to take a dash moment to go back up the stairs real quick uh -huh. and quietly. Um, I'll use you my bonus action, too. You, yes, you can. Um, you see, poised with a, uh, a icy dagger preparing to strike, your, your, your detect magic does not go off until the minute you hit the top of the stairway, and you can actually see the icy dagger manifest in his hand as he stands over. Whoa, whoa, um, oh. whoa. May, may I surprise him before he does bad things? You may not. Who the fuck? Who the fuck wait, is this guy? It's Jeff from accounting. Fuck. Fucking accountants. Uh, he's poised over over uh, whom? I'll tell you in one moment. Okay. Oh my dude. <laughs> this gentleman. Here. Oh no, he's hot! Who's holding a sword in this picture, but he's holding a dagger in, in IRL. Um well, we're not fighting him in IRL, Brian. We're fighting him in D and D. Well, you know, it's very no. Turn around. <laughs> it's very cold. So the sh the sword. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that, Kay, because he's going to stab you with it. Cool. Does he know I'm fourteen? Yes. As a matter of fact, he. Um, That's the reason he picked you. What was your stealth roll? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. So he doesn't see you come up the stairs. Uh -huh. Um. It's his surprise turn, so he is going to. Um, Una's still asleep. Yeah, auto hit Una. Uh, it, well, he rolls with advantage. Rolls with advantage. And he, if great. he hits, it, he, she's unconscious, so he crits automatically. Mm. That mm. seems good. I like that. We're all asleep except for Zev, right? Yeah. Yep. And that's going to be a twenty-three to hit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, if he didn't hit your sleeping form, I'd be like, "You're a bad assassin, bro." <laughs> and it's and you said uh, it's auto crit if he hits. If the yep. person is, un mm. is unconscious, then yes. Delicious. Yep. Yep. Like I mean, for all I know, Luna might not sleep like I do, but uh, oh, she's gonna sleep for a really long time as it turns out. I slept a lot when I was fourteen. Yeah. I think it was depression, but yeah, <laughs> I didn't sleep at all when I was fourteen. Uh, oh. So that you take thirteen. Uh, you, you take. Uh, 
Sorry, you take eight uh, piercing damage and five cold damage. Cool. Cold, actually. Not cold. Uh, so that's 13? Yes. That is way less bad than I was expecting. That's oh. it with his first attack. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs>